Every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I can understand. Yes, I am. So every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I should take it slow. All right, y'all. Welcome to Bourbon and Bud MMA, motherfuckers. I hope y'all enjoyed today's show, man. We're going to talk about this fucking crazy-ass fight we're going to have this weekend. The Volkanovski and Yair Rodriguez fight. Brandon Moreno and the Pantoja Trilogy fight. All right, man. The last two fights, what? Moreno lost two times. So you already know he's coming in this one with a chip on his shoulder. So introduce yourselves, guys. How we feeling today? What up? It's your boy, Knuckles. I'm feeling fucking good, dude. I am I am hyped for this fucking card. I think it's honestly like a lot of people are saying UFC 291 is the card of the year. I think this is the card of the year so far. I think it surpasses 290, just given the fact that it's not really. Surpasses two, 290? Sorry, surpasses 290. 291. No, I think it surpasses 291, and uh, um, I think it's the best fucking card, looking card of the year, especially on paper. So anyway, but Max, introduce yeah. yourself, bitch. Uh, that's not very nice. But, um, yeah, we appreciate you guys hopping in always. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other places, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there, apparently. Um, it publishes to places I don't even know it publishes. So just find us anywhere you want. Uh, we appreciate you guys as always hopping in just for a little bit uh, of your time to, to hang out with us on your drive to work, whatever you're doing. Uh, it's going to be a great card this weekend. We're all excited for it. Uh, we'll get to talking about it right after we take this shot. Or well, I got chug, some beer. Whatever y'all got, yeah. Shot slash chug. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Not really a bad uh, fight on this card. I mean, it's a fucking banger from top to bottom. Uh, open up the early prelims. You're going to have um, uh, Cam- Camuela Kirk versus Esteban Rybovich. Um, they're both 0-1 in the UFC, I think. Camuela Kirk got subbed by Damon Jackson in the second round. Uh, Esteban Rybovich lost to Loic Radzabov uh, via decision. Uh, I'm going Esteban here. Uh, I still have faith in him. The kid was 11-0 coming in the UFC. I think he'll be fine. Uh he didn't lose to a bad, uh, a bad fighter in his in his debut, so I'm just gonna lean that way. Uh, Knuckles, do you have anything on that one, man? Uh, yeah, I'm actually picking Camilla Kirk. I'm probably about the only person on the planet that's probably picking him, but uh, he's faced better competition overall in his career, um, and he beat Makwan Amerikani, who I think, I mean, again, it's two years ago, but he beat Makwan. Um, he's still young; he's only 29. I'm not saying Esteban's bad. I just don't know how much faith I have in him. Um, I remember the Loic fight, but not super great. Um, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like Comelo's got a little bit more experience against more seasoned competition, which will probably lead to a, uh, they both got like, I think 100% finish rate too, except for, oh yeah, Comelo's got one decision. So it's going to be a finish, I think, on either side. And I'm honestly probably picking, um, probably picking Comelo by like either sub or TKO, probably sub. Cool. 
Alex, what do you think, man? I think Esteban is going to come out this one with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, last time on his debut, he was undefeated. He lost his O, right? He just took his first loss. And he looked good in that performance as well, man. Um, now, Kurt isn't a slouch, too. He has very, very good jiu-jitsu. He's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. So I think there's uh, – I think this fight might even go to the ground, man. I think since they're both finishers, I don't even. I, I we're probably not even going to see a finish. I feel like we're going to go to a decision on this fight, man. I really do. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think Esamon is going to pull it off. I think it's going to be a night for the Latino fighters, man. You know, he he, he from Argentina, dog. He he, he going to come out. He's going to come out strong. And I'm, I'm going for Esamon on this fight, brother. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Kind of leaning that way as well. The next one's a little bit weird for me. Uh, it's not that good of a fight, I don't think, in my opinion. It's like the one uh, bad but, fight. <laughs> yeah, it is it is what it is. I mean, it's it's uh, Shannon Ross versus uh, Jesus Aguilar. Uh, Jesus Aguilar is another Mexican on the card. Um, he's 8-2. and two. Shannon Ross is an Australian guy. He's 13-7. and seven. I mean, I don't know why Shannon Ross is in the UFC. He's not good. He's 1-3, I think, in his last four. Uh, he lost on the contender series and got in the UFC and lost to Clayton Rodriguez. Um, Jesus Aguilar, also, though, I'm not very sold on him. Granted, his only loss and one of his only two losses, but his only loss in his UFC is uh, to Tetsuro Tyra. Nobody's going to, you know, give you too much problems for, for losing to Tetsuro Tyra. But um, he's very, very one-dimensional. He's got, like I say, he's 8-2. and two. Six of those wins come from submission. He has no knockouts, and the other two are submission or decision. Sorry. Um, so I do think Aguilar is going to win, just because I think I don't think Shannon Ross is that good at all. I don't think he's UFC caliber whatsoever, and he's also 34, fighting a 27 year old at flyweight. And I mean that has spoken volumes in the last in the last couple of years. So I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, probably. I mean, I'm honestly going to go Aguilar probably by submission. Um, Knuckles, what do you think? Yeah, um, I echo everything that you said. Uh, it's the age difference. It's the just how they look. And also, I don't know if you guys remember that fight against uh, Tatsuro Tyra that Jesus had, but, like, he was threatening Tatsuro with some, like, angles. There there was times where he almost had submissions. and But Tatsuro's just that fucking good, you know, that, that he can get out of it. Um, and if he can do that to Tatsuro Tyra, he's going to make Shannon Ross look like a child. Yeah, it's gonna be that's or it's gonna be a Jesus Aguilar by submission. I'm gonna predict in the first two rounds. I'm gonna say under one and a half. Okay, um, Alex, you already know who I'm rocking with, man. Jesus <laughs> Aguilar, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about dog. Yeah, and this is the thing. Like he looked good against Tatsuto Taito also, and y'all know how big I am against Tatsuto Taito, bro. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all are. We fucking love that dude. Mm -hmm. That dude is a future, future fucking champ. That it's dude facts. is. Yeah, it's good striking, amazing grappling, and and that's the, and you know what I'm saying. That's where they battled it out, right? And that's where I was able to see that guy's very, very high level. That's one of the reasons why he has six submissions on his books right now. He probably is going to pull off a submission here. I would hope that he would miraculously pull out a fucking knockout. Uh, put that cool. on him right here in the UFC, especially International Fight Week, where we have Mexican champions going on and fighting. You know, I, I feel like these guys are going to come out the chip on their shoulder, man. Like I said, uh, when, when Latinos are winning, brother, okay, the, the, the energy is high up there, okay? It's so high up there. It don't matter where, where, where they're from. 
Central America, Mexico, Southern American Latinos. You know what I'm saying? It don't fucking matter. They all ride. The energy is going to be high. Um, I'm riding with him all day long. No questions asked. Next. Who's next? <laughs> I, like I like that. It. That's a way to hype up um, the fight. I love it. Next up on that card, we got Cameron Simon uh, taking on Terrence Mitchell. Uh, Terrence Mitchell is taking this on short notice. I think it was only like <laughs> two and a half, three weeks, or maybe mm-hmm. two. I don't know. Um, Cameron a lot Simon of short notice fights. Yeah. A lot of short notice fights. Cameron Simon was originally to uh, he was originally slated to fight uh, C Rod, uh, Christian Rodriguez, who we're trying to have on the podcast sometime soon. We'll see. Um, but he's fighting Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell's is not a, he's, he's why'd not you a say that so quietly? It was like so fast but quiet. So we're trying. So we might have them. Re- so we might have them. We'll see. Like say with confidence. There's nothing set in stone, man. We're trying. We'll see what I'm happens. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna clip this and send it to him and be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you on our <laughs> podcast yet? <laughs> Um, so, but if you do look at Terrence Mitchell, he's 15 and two. Um, he was on the ultimate fighter. Uh, he lost to Kai Car France on the ultimate fighter. Um, 2016 though. Yeah. A long time ago. I mean, like that's kind of going back to what I said. He he's won four in a row since that. He's only, that's another thing. He's only fought four times. Yeah. Since 2016. He fought once in 2018, once in 2022, and then he's fought twice in 2023 in February and uh, April. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with this guy. I'm pretty sure he was out a long time due to injury. But going back to it again, 33 at Bantamweight, de- debuting against the guy who's been there, done that, in the bright lights. I do. Th- I am one of the people that do think uh, Cameron Simon is going to get fraud checked eventually. Um, this is not the – this is not the one that it's going to happen. I don't think. Um, I got Cameron Simon probably finishing him. Honestly, uh, probably pretty early too. I would say. I think. Uh, I think you'll get the the TKO probably around one or two. Um, Knuckles, what do you got? Man, you know, um, as long as uh, as long as Cameron Simon doesn't DQ himself. Um, you know he should he should he should he should he should have it, but it depends on how many. Motherfucker been waiting all day to uh, say that. I was say <laughs> it, de- it depends on how many eye pokes, nut shots they they let him have. But no, realistically though, um, so I from a distance you look at Terrence Mitchell, Terrence Mitchell's record. Um, he's a hundred percent on his. Uh, he's at he's got a hundred percent finish rate. Um, and he's fourteen and two. He's lost one by KO, one by decision. And, you know, like, that's not a bad record. But then you look, and he's 33, like Max said. And you look, and you see that he's not fought. So there was a gap from 2015 to 2018. He fought. He didn't fight from 2015 to 2018, like the end of 2015 to the beginning of 2018. Well, and then he took – So he fought on there, but – Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's still fighting. But then, like, but from 2018 to 2023, there's five-year gap right there. So it's 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 – the guy's not super – or the places that he's fighting, like uh, at Alaska Combat Entertainment. <laughs> Dano must have been, like, scrounging the bottom of the barrel to try to find this guy because there's probably a million other people who would have fought Cameron Simon, but for some reason he's behind some – he's trying to keep the hype train going because there are some people that are super high on Cameron Simon. I'm personally not. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying that he's a bad fighter. I just, I'm not sold on him because I think that Christian Rodriguez would have beat her. Or, or, yeah. 
I would have believed I will I would have picked C Rod over him. I do but have yeah. a question after Alex gives his take on the fight. But, but yeah, that's uh so but I'm gonna say with that though, due to Terrence Mitchell's inactivity, the competition that he's faced, and the fact that he just is old for that weight class, I'm gonna pick uh, Cameron Simon probably by first round finish, uh TKO. Okay. Alex, what do you think, man? Um, you know what, man? I think when when Knuckles said that they brought this guy in, you know, to keep the hype train going, I could see that too because he has a record of 14 and 2, right? So let's say he beats that guy. And then, you know, everybody when they look for for opponents records and when they're when they see mm-hmm. that he beat a guy that was 14 and 2, right? It's yeah. gonna look good on the books. But at the end of the day, this guy is very well rounded. Um, this guy Terrence, what 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 do they call him? They call him Tear Bear. That's his yeah, Tear Bear. Yeah, 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 yeah Tear Bear. But he's actually very well rounded, man. He has good striking and he has great submission game too. So I think he's a threat from all from all around. Um, he fought two times this year, so he doesn't have ring rust. Right. He fought four. Yeah. He fought four times, but two times earlier this year and he performed amazing. I mean, he fucking finished both of them. Right. So I think I think he is. uh, I think this is going to be one of these sleeper fights. I think this guy is going to come out here like who's the other guy that just came out on short notice about three weeks ago. And then he fucking finished the guy by submission. Marcus McGee. Oh. Yeah, Mark. Could, yeah, yeah, Mark. Look, Marcus McGee. Yeah, listen, it could be another one of those, right? Everybody can write this guy out, right? They say he's undefeated, but it's like Max said, we're kind of waiting for him to get fraud check. Um, I mean, me, I don't know if it's like a fraud check. I think this this guy is reality check. He's, bat- <laughs> he's, he's battle tested, right? It, exactly. It's like a reality check, right? It's high level fighters out here. Okay, you know, there's multiple people trying to become the best at the end of the day. I, mm. I'm I'm honestly going for Tear Bear on this fight, bro. You know love what that. I'm saying? I'm I a, love I'm that. Gonna go for Tear Bear on this one. Um, I could see it nothing, being. Um, go ahead, sorry. No, nothing. Go ahead, brother. You got it. I was I was about to say I could say this. I I could see it being kind of like uh, how Diego Lopez came out against uh, who did he fight? Sure. Homo, Homo yeah. Oh uh, no, he fought uh, Mavzar. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mavzar. Yeah. Oh, or maybe I mean you know. Dude that fought uh, as, uh, Muhammad Makayev, too. He looked, you know. Yeah. Okay, but, yeah. Um, Be sure oh, notice the Brazilian fighters, dude. guy. Uh, yeah. What was his name? Was, was it Felipe Luiz or some shit? Something like I can't remember. But, All I know is that he looked pretty fucking good. <laughs> the question I had. I, and I told y'all, bro, I was high on him before that fight. I thought he was going <laughs> to beat Makayev. And then I was screaming with the knee bar, bro. I thought Makayev was going to tap. But then, no, he fucking shattered that knee, but. Makayev dogged out, bro. What was the question, question brother? I had about yeah, about uh, uh, Cameron Simon. I know people like want to. People keep wanting to see him getting fraud checked. A lot of people don't like Cameron Simon, and they think he's just not that good, and they don't like him. All those things. But how much of that do you guys think is people just not liking Drekus that much, and it's rubbing off on the camera because they're like, it's a hundred percent that. It is a hundred percent that, bro. Not, not for me. It's. I think it is too. No, for for me, it's the fact. And again, don't get me wrong. We're gonna get to it later about the dream. You know, thing. I believe but, Knuckles not for him, but Knuckles is a hater, bro. 
No, yeah. that was <laughs> he's dedicated. <laughs> no, but no, a I, dedicated hater, bro. I haven't, I haven't liked him since he started fouling. Like, he fouls every fucking fight and gets away with it. Like, once a point, when are you going to start true, taking points bro. away? When are you going to start taking points away? And there's times. I think he did get a point but, last fight. But, but at the end of the day, it's not. I like, yeah, he should be watching out for that. But it's not. That's my his, thing. It's not his job. To take the points but it's away just been from like him or two, not, you know? two fights that people are looking at. People see that a guy gets – and he did have a very foul-filled last fight, but he got a point taken last fight. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not yeah, like he he's did, not yeah. getting punished for it. So, And it's but just it's like two fights that this happened. It happened in two fights. Give, it, if looks, it, happens, it looks listen, really bad. If it, happens, if it happens on Saturday, 100%, we got to fix that. 100%, something's got to be done. But if it doesn't, then like we gotta drop that narrative because it happened in two fights. I still can't get over that Bo Nick was last fight when he fucking oh like, need the fuck need, out of need, need, need yeah, that boy in the nuts and then and then um, try to say and try to deny it, bro. Stupid. Um. Yeah. So, but no, Alex. I definitely think that a lot of the hate for Cameron Simon, even if it's not from Knuckles, is because people don't like Drikus and their boys, <laughs> and they train together and they love each other. I think that's. I, I think, think it's because it. I think it's because Drikus said something is. about it. He said me and Simon. Or yeah, he, he pairs them. He together. was like me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, me and Simon yeah, are the yeah. are, are the real Africans. He brought like him that. into that conversation. Oh my sure. god, bro! I would have been pissed. I would have texted that motherfucker like, like, bro, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, no, have your own fucking press conference, dude. Come on. Sorry about that, guys. I meant to get more fucking feedback on that. I had a kind of a little text emergency. Friend uh, needed some help, and I was letting him know what to do. Anyway, apologize. Apologies. Apologies. No worries. Um, can I can I uh, grab a beer real quick? Grab a couple no, of beers. No. No. Is that cool? Is that cool? Bourbon and butter, MMA. Bourbon and butter, MMA. Can I do that? Like, is that allowed? Bourbon and butter, MMA. No. Where is the drinking? Where is the word beer in beer? Bourbon we need to change it to <laughs> bourbon beer and butter. <laughs> right, nah, I'm playing. Right. Go for it, dog. Uh, Go for sorry. it. Yeah, the next one we have is uh, a light heavyweight match. It's a uh, Vitor Petrino versus March uh, Marcin Prechnio. Um. <sighs> Another kind of eh, fight, but um, Vitor Petrino is eight and zero. I think he's one and zero in the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. He won a yeah Anton Turkali. Uh, yeah, he beat Anton Turkali. Yeah, and he I think he has a contender series win as well. I think. he does. He does. He does. Yeah, he fought or and he's fighting Marcin Prashnio, who has always been hit or miss at light heavyweight. He just beat William Knight. Who cares? He beat that fight very was, boring. That bad. fight was so bad. But before that, he lost to Philip Lenz. He lost to – I mean, he beat Khalil Roundtree, which is kind of aging well. But he lost um, to Sam Alvey. I mean, love Sam Alvey. Yeah, God loves lost, Sam Alvey. We love you, brother. He lost to Mike Rodriguez is the one you should be that, No, that's the one, yeah. Um, I think Vitor Petrino is going to win this, but I think it's going to look like it did against Anton. College. It should not have yeah. been. It should not have been that close. Um, he did have a lot of problems with Anton Tercola, so I think he's going to have problems here too. I think he's probably going to win, but he's going to gas out early. I don't know, man. It's going to be a sucky fight, I think. But I think he wins. I just don't. I don't think that Martin Prashnio is good enough to beat him. Uh, what do you think, Knuckles? That's it's it's a tough one. No, I mean I think Marson's gonna lose. That that's that's basically to put it 
the the long and short of it is Martian's going to lose. I think Vitor um, will beat him. Um, I'm hoping Vitor took some cardio training, uh, and if he did, or at least took training to manage how he's going to fight with the gas tank that he has, and I think he can do that. He has power. He does have power. Um, the thing is, I think Anton Turkali probably might be able to fucking beat Martian Pracnio. So if Turkali can, then Martian or then uh, Vitor can. So it's probably going to be a Vitor. I think it's going to be a Vitor finish because, like, I mean, just Martian's not like he's not very good. Like he beat William Knight, who didn't fight back. Like literally didn't fight. Like that wasn't a fight. It was him kicking Marcin, <laughs> kicking William Knight in the legs. And then the last time he fought somebody who could fight, he lost. I think right. So yeah, I know he beat. I know he beat Khalil, but that was also when Khalil was in a weird mental state and shit. So um, yeah, I'm gonna say Vitor probably by finish. Yeah, that's my pick. I think it's gonna be such a low level IQ fight. You know, um, I'm, I really hope that Petrino worked on his cardio. Um, that dude has to cut a lot of weight, though. I mean, he's pretty yoked for that 205 division. That dude is beefy, man. But he has some power. Huge. I think he has the power to be able to knock this guy out, which I would like to see. Um, this is his second fight in the UFC officially after the Contender Series. So I think he can go ahead and pull it off. Um or it, it could be one of those broad check fights, man. You know what I mean? Which I would hate to see. Because Petrino, he, he, he has that undefeated record, right? So he, want, he wants to hold that as much as possible. So let's see how this competition holds up. At the end of the day, MMA math isn't real. So who knows? Never is. Be, yeah, never is, right? So it could be one of those days that Petrino comes out there and he gets slumped. But I hope he comes out and he 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 pulls it off. I'm gonna go with Petrino. Um, the other guys, I I, I just think he's so ass. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> hey, Not, I will say, yeah. I will say he's he's all right at keeping distance though. So if he can do that against Petrino, yeah. he'll swing in. But... Well, he I mean he was in the William Knight fight, but William Knight didn't press still, it all whatsoever. Still, he's still, so. yeah. And you know Petrino's going to become – Petrino, Petrino's going to Yeah, he comes forward. out like a bat out of hell, and I think that's why he's going to win. He's just going to – He might knock them. I was going to say he might knock I think he's going to blitz like and knock him out probably. Yeah. I hope so. Um, I want to knock out. The next one is super fucking interesting to me. Um, it's going to be Tetsuro Tyra versus uh, Edgar, Edgar Chires. Oh, yeah. Yes. This is okay. a banger. Um, listen you to guys, me, Michael. Go ahead. Please. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay. I do think – I'm going to preface this. I do think Tetsuro wins. I'm going to pick him. I may stay away – I'm not going to stay away from this betting, but I may throw some fucking money on uh, Chires. Chires. I, mean, I, don't bl- I don't blame you. So he's <clears> – two of his four losses – are to Clayton Carpenter, who's in the UFC and is 1-0 in the UFC, and Jesus Aguilar, who is fighting in the UFC now. Um, who, beat, who, who beat uh, Jesus, though? Huh? Who beat Jesus Aguilar, though? Tatsura Tyra. Tatsura Tyra. 
Okay. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was like, "Why are you guys so?" Excited? Yeah, but come on, MMA math. MMA math. MMA math. Doesn't work. True. 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 Um, he doesn't have like that many impressive wins. I mean, he beat a seven and four dude, a five and two guy, four and one. So I mean, he's like ten and three. Okay, never mind. I'll shut up. He kind of does have some nice wins. He uh, fought in Fury FC and beat eight and four guy there too. I mean, he's not bad. Um, you know the he's only twenty seven. It's kind of a fight between young guns. Uh, like I said, I'm picking Tyru or uh, Tyra, but man, I think it's gonna be a close a closer fight than Tyra has had. Um, I think Tyra wins, but I think I think he wins the decision. Honestly, Knuckles. Tyra finish. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Tyra or yeah, Tyra is. It's a wild card because it's short notice. It's at a catch weight. Um, it's like what two weeks? Two two? Is it like two weeks? Something like that. Three weeks, I think. No, no, because it was supposed to be on the last. It was supposed to be, I think, on the last one of the last pay per views, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, because it Jack actually Sorkin, is pretty, sh- yeah, it's pretty short notice. Uh, no, there's dude, there's like there's like five replacement fights on this card. It's fucking weird. It's and it's still great. This card's still great, even with all the replacement fights. But yeah, no, it's pretty short notice. I'm gonna say like within three to five weeks. I'll think, tell you right, right now. I, no, 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 no. It's like a week. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, because they were supposed to fight last week, or he, or Tats. Yeah, yeah Tats. No, Tats was time. supposed to fight two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, that fight yeah. didn't happen, and on yeah. the twenty seventh, Marcel Marcel Dorf announced um, mm. announced that this was happening. So Fair. it was uh, on the twenty seventh, which was last Tuesday, so, so about a week and a half notice. And I didn't short, really yeah. consider that. So yeah, Tetsuro is going to win for sure. No, but no, that's the thing. But it also provides for it for a for a. I mean, it's a wild card clause, dude, because like Tatsura is just as prepared for this guy as that guy is prepared for him. That's why it's tough because and I know like you could say that about any fight, you know, going out, but it's so different on a short notice thing. Like short notice is so different because there's some people that could fucking be champions probably on short notice if nobody knows, you know, certain things about each other going into a fight. That's why like short notice is so dangerous because we had the situation with like Marcus McGee, right. You know, coming out there and beating the fucking brakes off of whatever that dude's name was, you know, like not beating the brakes off, but hadn't been a really good fight. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. So yeah, I mean, Chirez is a wild card, but I'm still picking Tatsuro pretty comfortably. And the fact that also Tatsuro beat Jesus who beat um, Chirez. And I know MMA math doesn't make sense, but it like lighter weight classes, if anything makes sense, it might make more sense at a lighter weight class just because how all of those guys match up. So I'm going to pick Tatsuro Tyra by probably submission in the first two rounds. So, yeah, not 100% confidence to finish, but he's going to win either way. Alex, what do you think, man? I'm going with Tatsuro Tyra all day long. It's going to be a, I think it's going to be a close fight just because the other guy has faced very, very good opponent. He's very, very high level. He has good grappling, great striking. Uh, Tatsuro Tyra right now is on the come up of his career, and I believe he's only 21 or 22. I mean, dude, the dude's a young gun, um, but he has a very high fight IQ. His grappling is super high level. I love watching his scrambles. 
he always ends up he uh, like he always ends up in a threatening position, whether he's on bottom or on top. I am going with Tatsuro Taita comfortably. I can see him going out to decision, but I can also see him pulling out the finish in the second or third round. Damn. Alex hates Mexicans confirmed. I hate to see that. Oh, no. I think that's his. No, that's his. Yeah, that's his first pick against the Mexican. Yep. yep. It is. But it's like it the is. smart. It's the smart one. Like, it's a smart wow. one. Because Tatsura is our I boy. love Tatsura Taito. Uh, Tatsura is our I boy, dude. dude. He's our boy. That dude is the real deal. I think we talked about him before. Like, yeah, we have. We definitely talked about him before. Yeah. I think he's a yeah, future champ, bro. I'm very high on that guy. Oh, how about how about this fucking unnecessary rematch coming up? But <laughs> on the next I don't on even want to talk about the, this yeah. fight, bro. Why is this fight happening? Come out, Jimmy Crute and Alonzo. Yeah, why is this yeah, fight bro, happening? Because Jimmy Crute's Australian. Yeah, and it's an Australian card. Yeah, pretty much. They should have made this fight in Sydney, realistically. <laughs> All right, I guess. I'll keep it short. I think Jimmy Cruz is going to win just because he's Australian. Same. Ooh, uh, bye. Same. That card is so boring to me. What about what yeah. about you, Max? What, what's your... Damn. <sighs> Jimmy Cruz will win, I think. My girl just made some food. That shit smelled good as fuck. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, Jimmy Cruz. <sighs> Jimmy Cruz, yeah. Jimmy Cruz. Is everybody in agreeance? Because, like, Alonzo just... <laughs> Alonzo's Alonzo, man. I mean, the last fight was close, but I also think it was Jimmy Crute's first fight back in like quite a while, and, and it just yeah, yeah it's Crute. yeah, Jimmy Crute. Yes, we're all in agreement. There we go. We can move on to the next one. Fuck that. Oh, the next one's the fight. No, oh, no, yeah. the, no, no. That's the next one's a good up. ass. No, no, the next one's a good ass fight for real. Next one is uh, Yasmin Hauragi versus Denise Gomez. Uh, man. That is going to be a scrap. I love her. She is it's going to be so fucking good. Com, I think it's okay. I think Are you it's talking gonna about look Gomez cool. or no, about yes, man. Hard, yeah, hard. What's up? I think fuck. <laughs> talking about yes, man, bro. Who the? I, I know. I just thought. <laughs> I, I, just thought I, I think this fight. It's going to look a lot like. Uh, how how Howard Gee versus Lucinda looked. Mm, um, for sure. It's gonna be just a scrap, but I think uh Yasmin Howard Gee's gonna just be a step ahead. I think she wins pretty pretty easily, I would say. No, uh, man, you know, I don't think it's gonna be pretty easily because Denise Gomez, she's seven and two, don't get me wrong, but I was looking at like some of the uh it was her competition. Um she beat Bruna Brazil by TKO, and I remember that fight. And it was, it was like she, she did pretty fucking good. And that's the thing is, like, I think it's going to be a lot closer. I think that, like, because Denise Denise Gomez is not uh, Nunes, Stella Nunes, so it's going to be a fucking banger, dude. I think it's going to be a banger, and I think, man, I'm not saying like I don't think Yaragi uh, or Howergi is a is is a needs fraud check, but if somebody's going to give her her first loss, it might be Gomez. And I'm not fucking kidding about that. Like I'm I'm 100 serious. I think Haragi wins, but I would not be surprised if Gomez is the first person to hand her a loss because I I think Gomez also they're both Gomez is 23 and Haragi is 24. They're both so fucking young. 
they both have so much to learn. So I think they're both going to learn from a loss here. If either one of them loses, they're both going to be like, damn, that was a good fucking fight. So, yeah, it's going to be a banger. Um, I'm not going to say fight of the night because women's fights, unfortunately, don't get that very often. Um, but if uh, you could give uh, if this this one, this one is probably a close like second fight of the night for me. Yeah, yeah this, one. this this is a sleeper fight, bro. You're right. I think this is going to be like a fight of the night. And I think Yasmin is going to come out on top. I ride with her all day long, bro. She has a good record, too. She's 10-0, man. She's looking great out there. She has great cardio. She's a fucking dog. She stays in the pocket. She's able to get out and fight out on range, too, man. I'm very, very high on this girl. Only 24 years old. Only 24 years old. The sky's the limit for her. Um, but I'm not taking anything away from Denise Gomez. We were all high on Bruna Brazil on that fight. I remember. I remember that. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. That's why I can't yeah. sleep going into this fight, dude. I can't nah. sleep. Yeah, that, that, that was a great fucking fight, man. Um, you know, she looked amazing there. She proved all of us wrong. You know, she showed us that there's – she's still learning, bro. She's only 23 years old. The sky's the limit for her as well. I think it's going to be a dog fight. Literally, it's going to be a fucking dog fight. These girls are going to brawl it out, and I'm so excited for it. Yasmin on top. I think Yasmin is – if she doesn't pull out a TKO finish in the third round, it's going to be a unanimous decision. That's fair, dude. That's fair. I like that take. I like that take. Hell, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, running through this thing. Let's get it. Um, next up on that card, uh, is going to be, unfortunately, it shouldn't be on the prelims, but what can you do? Jack Della Maddalena versus Josiah Harrell. Uh, this is a few day notice for Josiah Harrell. He's 24 years old. Um, uh, if you go look at his tapology, he's, his nickname is the muscle hamster, which is kind of funny, but, um, he's Sean, dude, he's Sean shirt. He is literally Sean shirt again. Like he's the reincarnation of Sean shirt, but man, yeah. he's finished every one of his fights. He's four, uh, four knockouts and three submissions. Um, fuck. I mean, he's fought in the LFA and one, which is, you know, a good look, but he mm-hmm. also beat a nine and eight and one guy in the LFA. So, he beat a he beat a five and zero guy in CFFC, which is not a bad uh, not a bad promotion. But other than that, it's all Ohio like regional shit, like uh, six and five, three and zero, two and five, two and two, zero and one. So he's very green. Um, I think he'll put up a fight early on, maybe, but he's not gonna be JDM. This may be a guy that we see in the UFC once he gets more like. You know, he may have a run here in the UFC after JDM and, you know, have some good fights. I'm pretty sure he was scheduled to fight on the Contender Series before, uh, you know, he had to come in short notice against JDM. Um, but Jack Della Maddalena is just going to piece him up. It's going to be a probably a first round or second round knockout, I would say. Just TKO. I mean, JDM is just a he's, a he's a step above this guy, and it's no disrespect to him. Um, he seems like he's a good fighter. I've seen some of his uh, highlights on 
especially when it's with his uh, CF CFFC fight, cage free uh, cage free fighting championship. He looked really good in that fight. Um, I just don't know if he's ready for an international fight week type of scene, man. It's a hard it's a hard week for short notice deb- debutants to be coming in here and doing the thing. Um, I think I, I do I do like him. I think he'll have a good UFC career, but this is not the best start for him, I don't think. Um, so JDM probably round one knockout. Uh, Knuckles, what do you got? Um, so yeah, it's gonna be JD. Uh, that's one hundred percent for sure. Uh, the thing is, uh, like I'd be like, man, you know, this guy's got a chance because he's short. Um, a lot more power with that size with that build. Um, so he might be able to like, you know, blast the double or something, you know, maybe get JDM to the ground. But again, you have to remember the person that JDM was preparing for was Sean Brady, who is a wrestler. And that's what he's been practicing for, for like probably six to eight weeks at least. So that puts a damper on old Josiah Harrell's uh, chances. Yeah. Also, the fact that Josiah Harrell switched from 170 to 155, I think, recently. It's like one of his last couple few fights. Uh, he used to be 170, but he's switching to 155. Um, so I, I, I pick I pick JDM to just press the issue, uh, and I mean he's just going to press him. You're probably going to see some shots, uh, like takedown shots from Harold, but JDM will scramble, and yeah, it'll end up being a uh, JDM. I'm going to say second round because I think he's going to take the first round to like. Again, since the guy's a wrestler, it makes it a little bit different. He might be able to press him against the cage a little bit, may, maybe stall it out, but uh, it's definitely going to be a finish by JDM. I'm going to say second round. Yeah, I agree. I think we're all rocking the JDM train. But I was going to be – and this is the thing. I, I'm a big fan of Sean Brady, and I was going to be on the JDM train even then. Uh, I, I think he's such a high-level boxer. His striking is so high-level. He doesn't stay in the center line. He has good head movement, man, when he strikes. He's like a higher level Adrian Yanez. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like this this dude looks great on there, uh, out there. Um, and, and this, I, I feel bad. I feel bad for the other guy, man. This is a fucking tough-ass guy to be put on for your UFC debut. So I hope he puts on a great performance. I really do. But I just don't think that he has anything to, to answer up. Uh, what's going to be coming his way, man. I think JDM is going to be pulling out this finish by the second round. Uh, it's not going to hit the third round, in my opinion. If it does, then kudos to that guy. You know, that, that, that'd that be awesome. But JDM all the way, I think, is winning this thing. Fuck yeah. Bet. Yeah, I, uh, for the most part, agree with all of that. Um, the next one on the, the the feature prelim actually is going to be uh, your boy Robbie Lawler and Nico Price. Um, it's going to be Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. Man, I hope he wins. I think he will, but mm, you know it's hard to it's hard to pick Robbie Lawler at this stage of his career. It is. I hope he wins, but and I don't like Nico Price, so it's like. I'm torn, you know. I'm just going to pick Robbie just because I love him so much. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Robbie. I actually kind of like Nico. Um, 
I had an interaction with him on oh, a couple interactions with him on Twitter. Uh, this is ages ago. This is like fucking probably five years ago. He, and he's a cool dude. Um, you know, he's a follower of Christ. He, he's he seems like he's he's a very big family man, which I respect. And again, Robbie is too. If anybody that follows his stuff, he's he's a big family dude too. Um, it's fucking tough because I like both of them. I like Robbie infinitely more. Sorry, Nico. Love you, but I like Robbie way more. It's fucking Robbie Lawler. What can I say? Um, Nico is very unpredictable. I will say that is the one factor going into this fight that's tough is that Nico is insanely unpredictable, but it's usually when people are trying to clinch and get in close and like take him down and shit. And uh, Robbie, he don't do that shit. It's going to be all swing and bang action, baby. And that's what Robbie does. And I guarantee you going into this one, it's going to be swing and bang action. And I'm going to say that Rob, Robbie probably, if he doesn't put him out, he's going to beat the fuck out of him. Because they're both older. A lot of people don't realize Nico Price is like 32 or 33, which I know that's not super old. But when you get 170 and below, you're getting up there when you're when you're above like 32. So um, Robbie Lawler by decision, I say, actually, I think I think. But I think he's going to knock Nico down a couple of times. And I think Nico's might fucking knock him down once or twice too. So be prepared for it. But yeah, I'm, I'm picking Robbie. Alex, what about you, brother? I love Robbie Lawler, man. I hope he pulls it off. It's going to be a pretty tough fight for him, though. Um, and a lot of these guys, man, lately, they've had that bad luck for these retirement fights. So I hope that he. Uh, turns it around i think this is going to be one of those like split decision fights and i just hope it ends it, it, it goes robbie lawler's way i think this is a pick em fight if we're being realistic right um but i'm going for robbie lawler i want him to have that happy ending he deserves it i, I go back I, I know we're gonna move on but I, I go back to the the nico price fight that he had with cowboy and cowboy was on his like last leg when he fought Nico Price and he beat him. And if you guys remember how Nico Price looked, he looked like he, he was fucked up after that fight. And that, that I go back, like if you guys ever get the chance, watch that fight. If you, I mean, it's a decision, I think if I'm pretty sure. So, you know, and it's not the greatest fight in the world, but I go back and watch shit like that all the time. It just, that is why I'm like, I'm fairly comfortable picking Robbie in this fight unless Nico does something like super unpredictable, which he can do, but but it's, I don't know. It's just the way that he looked against Cowboy, and that was fucking like four years ago. So you can't tell me Nico's gotten any better since then, but, um, you know, who knows? I, I, I still say, I still say Robbie, so. What's next up on the docket, old Max? Oh, God. Hey, we're going to the main card. Um, we got Bo Nickel versus Val Woodburn. Um, everybody knows about Bo Nickel. I'm not going to talk about him that much. Um, supposed to be fighting our boy Treshawn Gore. That is a tragic, tragic uh, fall off. We hate mm. it. Man, that is just depressing. We love the guy. We'll always stand by Trey Sean. Sucks that shit had to happen. He did release his injury on Instagram. It's going to keep him out uh, probably six months to a year, which is unfortunate. You know, so, 
He did. He put it on a story. It's gonna keep him out about it's six like a fucking, months. It's like a tear of something. Yeah, it was like yeah, scalpel, scalpel, scalpel. Like scalp. wrist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna keep him out six months to a year, which was hate to see that. But mm. uh, so this guy that Bo Nichols fighting, he he's been in Combat Night Pro. <laughs> is the promotion that he's been in his entire career, which you know. Uh, it seems like a pretty regional scene. It is pro, obviously, but uh, the guy did have like a decent amount of uh, amateur fights, and he was uh, five and two in his amateur career. He is what seven and zero in his pro career. Seemed a little nervous on the uh, media day stand. I don't think he's gonna win. I hate it. I would love to see him beat Bo Nickel, but on this, give him a whole camp. Maybe we're having a different conversation, but Bo Nickel's going to win, unfortunately. Uh, I hate to be like that guy, you know. Uh, I think I think uh, Bo Nickel's going to win this fight. But what do you What do you think, Noble? I mean, man, it's it's tough. It's a tough one. It's uh, you know, um, Bo just has the background. Um, but th- something that like is super interesting to me that I kind of wanted to go on is that uh, Woodburn is five foot eight. He is a short guy, which means he has a stronger base, which means he is generally those guys are a lot better t- defending takedowns because you have so much cent- more center core power. And again, I don't, again, he's only like, this is four days notice. If you had, like you said, if you had a full camp, I mean, maybe because the dude is so fucking small and like tight, compact that he could probably just literally drop on top of Bo because he's so short. I mean, I might be wrong, but again, MMA is different than like collegiate wrestling. So collegiate wrestling, yeah, Bo would pick him apart, but we're talking about MMA. So if he defends that first takedown, Bo might Keep be cooking. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, if, if we're talking about that first takedown, man, you know, I don't know. Um, it all, I think it all depends on the first takedown. <laughs> I, I, I like, I'm gonna pick Bo. I'm, I'm picking Bo. It's probably gonna be like a first round or second round. I'm gonna say, if it makes it past the fucking first round, I don't know, but it's probably gonna be a first round submission. Probably not a TKO. Um, because Bo doesn't, hasn't done that again. He's only four and oh, so what can we say? But, um, he's finished somebody. Yeah, didn't he TKO? I don't remember who TKO'd. I know I, he's, it was like it was like his first fight. Yeah, it's probably I yeah, believe it was, he, yeah, he, he he finished the guy pretty pretty quick, pretty fairly. Um, I mean, the thing is, dude, both got decent hands. If you remember uh, his fight against uh, Donovan Beard, he fucking actually was kind of slick. Like it wasn't phenomenal when we're talking like super super high level, but. He threw an overhand right that blasted into, I think it was like a double leg. He threw the overhand right to set up the double leg because when you're setting up takedowns, obviously you're going to throw overhands. You're going to throw kicks up the middle 99% of the time because we see our boy Jailton Almeida. He throws kicks up the middle and then blasts mm-hmm. double legs, whereas like Bo Nickel is throwing the overhand rights to set up. So anyway, what I'm saying is um, we're probably going to see more of that. Bo's going to set his takedowns up that way um it's it's i don't know how good this foul dude is and i don't know what his wrestling background is 
wrestling background is. So it's like, it's, it's tough for me. I'm going to pick Bo probably first round submission, because again, also a guy that's five foot eight and 185 pounds probably doesn't have a very good gas tank. Cause that's just generally how it goes. Unless your name is Yoel Romero, you know, but because Yoel Romero is like fucking, he says he's six <laughs> foot, he's five foot nine. He's five foot nine, but, uh, yeah, tough. I was gonna say, and the reason I say Yo Romero is I got Yo Romero playing in the background, and that that like that's the first person I thought of is just a fucking compact beast of a guy, you know. So yeah, um, bone nickel first round sub, but Alex, you go off. I'm gonna go to the restroom. I'll be right back. Yeah, I mean, I I obviously see bone nickel pulling it off. I. A lot of us don't know much about this other guy. I mean, both of them don't have too many fights on their career. I mean, seven or no, four or no. Oh, somebody's oh gotta go, right? That, that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, if this guy's takedown defense is top notch, it's going to be a long night for Bo Nickel. Um, at the end of the day, any of we haven't seen Bo Nickel get caught, right? So. This guy does have knockout power. I want to see it. Let you know. Let's say he's able to connect with Bo, right? You know, he, he he's actually able to take Bo and test Bo, because um, Bo hasn't been tested. Man, he's ran through everybody. So if, I want to see how he's able to handle some adversity. I want to see how he's able to handle these punches. I want to see how that chin is. This and like in this this guy is this guy has power. Man, this guy has some scary power. So it, it, it could be a long night, you know what I mean? If if that wrestling game plan isn't gonna go his way, because that's that's just gonna be his game plan for all of his fights. He's gonna be like a a Khabib Nurmagomedov. That's how I see it. But I yeah. see Bo winning winning it comfortably, man. Um I think Bo is gonna finish it and I don't I don't think it's gonna go anything past the second round. Agreed. Kind of agree with you on that one, man. Shit. Um, uh, yeah, next up is Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker. I think we all probably going to just pick Jalen Hooker. Or, <laughs> Jalen <laughs> Turner, he's going to beat his ass. Who cares? You know. I don't want I mean, I don't want to cook too long because I know, I know Alex got to go on, but, uh, Honestly, I think it's going to be a lot better fight than everybody's thinking. Um, unless Jalen Hooker's got I, the dog in him, but Jalen. Well, was, that's the thing is like how good Jalen Turner looked against Matus Gamrot. That's where I'm at, and like I think if Jalen connects once on Dan's chin, it's probably over. So, yeah, I mean, I'm picking Jalen, but like, don't expect like Dan. Dan might die. Dan might do do a little something, something. Might do a little something, something. We don't know. Mm, but. Willie. I don't know. I say he might. I hope Dan Dan can like put up a fight. I mean, I, I'm going for Jalen Turner, but mm. Hooker does have that dog in him. But that Poirier fight did ruined it. Ruined it. There's not been a single person other than Roy McDonald who has had their career ruined by one fight. Like, he did. He did. Roy McDonald obviously did. Yeah. And now Dan Hooker did, bro. Ever since that Dustin Poirier fight, he has been just getting 
beat goodness ass beat. He beat he beat somebody that was decent. I don't remember who it was, but he we, he had one Didn't fight. They? No, yeah, he had one fight where he looked okay, and I can't remember. Like obviously, oh, he beat I Claudio. mean, I mean, come on, he beat Claudio Playlist. Playlist. No, there's there was another one. Not since, well, well, not Claudio Paez isn't isn't a slouch though, bro. He beat he beat. Hey, I was gonna say he also oh, like oh he beat Nas. Nazrat has pressed. I Which Nazrat's not great, but like the the way he looked in that fight, he looked pretty solid. Now, realistically, yeah. if this if if it was if it was prime Dan Hooker, he would have knocked Nazrat the fuck out. So yeah, that that's. Listen, I I do have an appreciation for Hooker because I always say this: uh, Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker. That card is the card that got me back into the UFC. So like, I have a special place for that fight in my heart, and I always will. But. Um, Hooker's gonna get his shit rocked by Jalen Turner, I think. I if he wins that I shit, I will be astonished. But hey, we net do that. MMA is fucking crazy. That's the thing. MMA is crazy. But yeah, are yep. we all going? Are we all riding the, the Turner train? Alex, you riding Turner? Yeah, he's riding. Okay, what's the next one up, brother? Uh, next oh, one up. we know what the next. We know <laughs> what the next one up is. Go ahead. Open her Robert up, Robert Whitaker. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna offend Knuckles. Robert the Reaper Whitaker. Bobby Knuckles, baby. Bobby Knuckles versus uh, Drikus Duplessis. Uh, Rob's gonna win. I'm just gonna say that. He's gonna, gonna win. That's all I'm gonna say. That's my lock for the night. That's my lock for the night. He's gonna win. Do, do you guys want me to elaborate on it? I guess <laughs> real quick. Um. Yeah, uh, I will say I'm going to give mad respect to Drickus because, again, he's not technically good at all. Like, I mean, I think everybody here can agree with that. He's not technically good because the last two wins were against uh, Derek Brunson and Darren Till, and those were just the sloppiest fucking fights in the world. You don't have those against Robert Whitaker. Um, Again, there's a lot of people going into the – the, I was actually legitimately like I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit nervous going into the uh, Vittori fight. I I knew he was. I thought he was. I'm not gonna say I knew he was gonna win. I thought he was gonna win going into the Vittori fight, but I thought Vittori had a chance. And then he did what he did against Vittori, which very seldom happens. Um, he beat Cannoneer. He's beat. I thought he beat Israel. Obviously, he didn't. It ha- you know what? It is what it is. But. Drickus has very little chance outside of blitzing and knocking him out, which Rob Rob's not gonna like. Rob's gonna not. Drickus gonna bl- blast in, and if you've seen any Rob fight, he's just gonna dance backwards. He has the same stance it's like this, and he's just gonna go backwards. When Drickus presses forward, and he's probably gonna hit him with a fucking left, or wait, sorry, he's orthodox. He's probably gonna hit him with a fucking right, and then a high kick, maybe one two high kick. I mean, Drickus has a chance. I'm not gonna say it's very high, and it, I'm gonna say it's I'm gonna say it's a it's a Robert Whitaker uh it's gonna be a Robert Whitaker finish for the first time in who knows how long. <laughs> yes, it's it's a Robert Whitaker finish. Um man, you know yeah. I'm riding that Bobby Knuckles train with you, Nooks. I think we're all on that Bobby Knuckles train, man. You know what I mean? Bob, Bob Bobby Knuckles is 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 that guy that 
is always could be champ if Izzy wasn't around. You know what I mean? He would be the champ right now. That guy fights anybody. He doesn't turn down on anybody. Put out two wars with Yuea Romero. Oh, I'm like, I got, I got him on right, I got him on right now. Line. I got him on right now. I mean, listen, this 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 dude right here is very high level, very high fight IQ. He has a fucking dog in him. I love I love Bobby Knuckles, man. I think it's gonna be a master class. I honestly don't think he finishes him. I would love for him to finish him, you know. But I think it's gonna be like a 50-45, 50-44 master class. He's gonna look great every round. Might even be a 10A in there. Uh, but Bobby Knuckles is gonna look fucking great this weekend, I think. And this is the thing, he doesn't even underestimate who he's fighting. He knows yeah. who he's going up against. This guy, this is going to be a great fight. Bobby Knuckles all the way. You just made, me, you just made, you just made my heart smile. You just made my heart <laughs> smile. That, that made me happy. Bobby Knuckles. I, I'm just going to give a real quick shout out. Robert Whitaker, man. I know you won't ever watch it. You might. You might watch this. Fucking, I love you, man. Fucking love Robert Whitaker. My favorite fighter of all time. Let's go. Uh, yeah, my favorite fighter of all time. I'm going to say it. Favorite fighter of all time. Hell yeah. I love that. Um, moving on to the co-main. It's uh, for the flyweight belt. It's Brandon Moreno, Alexander, uh, Pandoja. Um, mm. On this one, honestly, I got Brandon Moreno. Doesn't seem like to be the popular decision. Everybody's been hating on me for it, but Brandon Moreno is a very different fighter since they first fought or since they fought the first time, and especially since they fought the second time. Uh, at this point in their careers, I mean, we've been talking about it all night. The older you get at those little lighter weight classes, the worse you get. Pantoja's 33, and Moreno is uh, 29. Brandon Moreno's winning that fight. I just I have a feeling. And uh, I think he's going to win. Probably by knockout. I think he's going to win by TKO. Um, I think it's going to happen. Um, Knuckles is having convulsions as I say this, but uh, no, I'm just thinking, man. I'm thinking it's tough. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing it out in my head. Pantoja's 33, and I mean, how many times has the guy fought in the last few years? I mean, look, let's look at it really quick. Um, but he looked great in his last performance. He, he did look great. That motherfucker. <laughs> he, he looked great. Against, uh, but, but, but he looked great against Alex Perez, who pulls out of 90% of his fights because he can't make the weight. And obviously, he beat the fuck out of Brandon Roval, too. So, you know, hats off to him then. But since 2018, the guy has fought. He fought what? I guess he did. He did fight three times in 2019. Uh, once in 2020, two times in 2021, and once in 2022. I just think he's been a little bit inactive. And, I mean, the last time he beat Brandon Moreno was 2018, dude. That was literally five years ago. And Brandon Moreno is clearly a different guy with a different mindset. Brandon Moreno is one of that fight. I think, I think it's – I think he's going to beat the fuck out of him. I really don't think it's as close as people. It may be close. I, I don't want to get too carried away like <laughs> with myself, but Brandon Moreno is going to beat the fuck out of that guy. I think, I think <laughs> Knuckles, go ahead. I know you don't want to agree, but Knuckles, go ahead. 
I mean, I d- don't get me wrong. If uh, what I was going to say, I was going to preface this by saying, if I'm wrong about any fight on this card, I think this is the one that I have the biggest <laughs> chance of being wrong about because it's it's so it's so fucking close. If I if I have a chance, this is the fight that I'm wrong about. Um, and again, I'll probably be wrong about a few because my track record has not been fucking great lately. So, um, man, I don't know. I, there's just something about Ali Pants, man. Alexandre Pantoja, man. He, he just, the way, again, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, fucking Perez pulls out every fight, but it's still the fact that Perez is probably, even though he pulls out of so many fights, he's still probably like the fucking third or fourth best flyweight in the world. If you don't include like Davison and yeah, like he's probably still one of the best. And the fact that pants, dude, Pantoja just fucking ran through him. And don't get me wrong. Like Brandon Moreno's been doing his thing too, baby. He's been beating, you know, he beat KKF, he beat beat Figgy. But again, you know, I know you, you bring up the fact that like, you know, he beat he his last loss to Pants was in 2018. But who's he fought since then? He's the only the only people he's really fought. Like, I mean, he fought Figueredo four fucking times, which took two years. That's two years out of your career, like two two years and some change for fighting one fucking person. You're going to get a little central-minded. And don't get me wrong, he beat KKF, and he looked pretty fucking good beating KKF. Um, but, man, Pantoja is – he's been on a tear duty, beat Roy Val, who, you know, again, like I kind of would like lean – I'm not going to say I would lean Roy Val beating Moreno, but like – I might lean Roy Val beating Moreno. That might be a wild take too, but but uh, yeah, I, I th- man, I think Pantoja is going to submit him. I, I think it's going to be a second round submission. I think it's going to be a fucking dog fight in that first round. Uh, Pantoja's second or third round submission for sure for me. I just want to say fuck you, Knuckles, and then also, you know, we're right. riding with Brandon Moreno all day long. I think it's going to be a dog fight. I don't think it's going to be a finish in the in the first three rounds. If there's going to be a finish, it's going to be in the fourth and fifth round. I honestly think this is going to go all five rounds. I think it's going to be a fucking brawl, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, Pantosha wants to come out here. He is so confident that he can run through Moreno because he beat him two times. All right, so he is definitely underestimating Brandon Moreno in this fight. There's no doubt about that. Brandon Moreno has fucking grown so much in those five years since they last fought. Brandon Moreno has such high-level jiu-jitsu. Very, very good boxing. I love his boxing, man. And and he can take some hits. He ate bombs from Figgy, bro. Fucking bombs. And Figgy wasn't able to finish him. So I, I, I... Brandon Moreno has a lot to answer him this time, and I think Brandon Moreno is just going to come out on top, and he's just going to show how hard he's trained, and he's going to show that Mexican heart, man. He's he, It's going to be and still, and that bell is going to stay in Mexico. I like All that. Right. Hey. Let's do oh, now, now we're going to get to the fight where Max is going to bust the fat nut. <laughs> well, yeah. Um... Volk and Yair, I'm just I'll keep it short. Volk's gonna win, I think. I know uh, everything's been geared around uh, 
Yeah, yours, um, unpredictability and shit, and I get that, and I do understand it, but Volk's going to be ready for that. Volk's going to win. He's going to win this fight. It's going to be, it's going to be another, uh, I don't want to say masterclass, because it could be a close fight, but Volk's going to win, and it's going to, there's nobody going to be saying Robert or anything. Volk's going to win, in my opinion. Nugs, go ahead. Shit, my fucking internet cuts out. It's cutting out. Yeah, seems like it. I can't hear you. Yeah, you just um, froze in my screen. Alex, you go then. Go ahead. Hello, can you guys... Oh, 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 maybe not. Sorry, yeah. I had to fucking... My internet is fucking up. Anyway. Okay, uh, yeah, go ahead. Man, I, I'm not going to cook too long on this, but I've been cooking on all the fights all night. So, uh... Ah, man, it's just... Basically, what it is, is you have a guy who's so fucking good at what he does. The best fighter, probably, realistically, the best all-around mixed martial artist that we've seen in the sport against the most unpredictable force that we've probably ever seen in the sport. Like, the only person that I can say that might be more unpredictable than Yair is Magomed Shapirov, uh, Zabit Magomed Shapirov. But again, he's not in the sport anymore, so... um, just the fucking dude, like going back to the Josh Emmett fight, man. The way that Yair he fainted, like I remember there was a point in time where he fainted like four different fucking looks in a matter of like five seconds. He literally like fainted a spinning elbow or a spinning back fist, a flying knee, and then like a fucking front kick, and then hit him with like a left jab or some shit is what it was. It, like it just the way that he it's tough, man. It's fucking tough because Volk's going from a wrestler who is decent at striking to probably one of the most unpredictable and better strikers in the featherweight division. I'm not going to say he's the best all around striker because his technicality, like technically he's not the best striker, but he's just so unpredictable. Um, and I watched the thing earlier today. GSP put it best. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. moved up in weight. And then tried to move back down and lost. It's fucking tough, dude. It's fucking tough to do it. But is if Israel Adesanya can move up and wait, lose, and then come back down and win, Volk can. Fuck <sighs> Volk, Volk decision, Volk by decision. I'm not super comfortable with saying it because the unpredictability factor is so insane in this fight. But Volk by decision, I'm gonna say. 49-46. That's my that's my that's my bet right now. Alex, go ahead and tell us why you think yeah you're gonna win. <laughs> Come on, man. Of course you know I'm riding with Yuri Rodriguez. And I think it's so funny because there's so many people that think Yuri Rodriguez is about to get ran through. There's so many people that think Yuri Rodriguez doesn't belong in this in this uh in this rig with Volkanovsky. And and I think I think he's going to be proving a lot of people wrong this weekend. And, and this is the thing. Volkanovski's biggest weapon here is going to be closing that distance, getting him to the ground, and going for that ground and pound. Because if he's going to talk full-on striking, Rodriguez is going to outpoint him all day long. I don't care. I mean, he was doing so well against Max Holloway. In the first two rounds, he was actually oh, winning yeah, the was. first Fuck, two rounds yeah, before Max Holloway adjusted. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be a close fight. 100% I think it's going to be a close fight. 
Um, Yair Rodriguez is also very, very um, dangerous on his back, which is also uh, – Dude, do you remember what he did to Josh? You remember what he did to Josh off his oh, back? Oh, yeah, he's bro. He's, he's nasty on his back, man. Listen, his, his, yeah, his striking is very unpredictable, but he can take some bombs too. Um, I, I, I think Yair Rodriguez is going to come out here, man. This is this is his time to get the belt. It's going to be a close ass fight. I think it's going to be a, a like a close, very very close decision fight, man. I'm going with Yuri Rodriguez all day long. Um, he's not going to get ran through. It's going to be very very competitive, and I think it's going to prove a lot of people wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, man, you got to remember Volk's getting up there in age, dude. Like, and Yair. He's like a year older than me, I think. It's tough, dude. It's tough. But what can I say, man? This fucking card, right, boys? This card is. Yeah, this card is gonna be fucking. Nuts. I mean, even even I'm even excited, with the fun, like that's the thing. Even with the late replacements, like I feel that this is card of the year. And again, the reason I say that, if you look at two ninety one, it's at altitude. We're gonna have a lot of sloppy, nasty fights at two ninety one. Now, if two ninety one was at like sea level. We might be having a different conversation, but we're going to see a lot of gassed ass motherfuckers fighting at 291. Yeah. So that's why 290 is solid, dude. They should have done it. Fucking, I'm telling you, dude, they should have done it Earth or something for real. Um, you know, fuck it. It is what it is. All I know is I'm fucking excited about it. Excited for everybody that watches this podcast to watch it. Um, I'm excited for all of us to watch it, and I'm fucking excited for UFC Nashville on August fucking 5th, boys. Let's go. Oh, hell yeah, man. I'm so I'll, – I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I'm more excited for August 5th, Nashville. That's only because we're going. But oh, this yeah. card is going to be a motherfucking banger this weekend. And remember and – we're, and, and we're in for a treat, man. We're spoiled. We're dude, so this whole month – I don't say this whole like this whole month, except for next, except for next week's card. This whole month is solid, you know, Um, which I'm not even like if we have like when we have our podcast, I'm not even like if you want to talk about next week's card, I'm not going to say anything because I have no words to say about next week's card. It's not even worth talking about. But anyway, which and if anybody wants to know, it's the home versus my Bueno Silva card. Nobody gives yeah, a that's fuck. a banger, dude. What do you mean? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, all I know is uh, appreciate everybody. Appreciate uh, appreciate you guys. Fucking dude, we're literally guys. It is July fifth as we record this. We are one month away. Shit. Let's one go, month boys. Away. Yeah. We are right, one boys. month away, huh? Fuck yeah. So <clears throat> let's close her out, right? Because Alex, my boy Alex, got to eat some food. We got to get, he's got to get that fucking food in him. So yeah. let's, uh, let's close this out, boys. Huh? Grill it up, but yeah, let's go. Let's get it. All right. You want me to close it out? I'll close it out. I'm hype. I'll close it out. Close it out, baby. All right, man. Hey, everybody, thank you guys for fucking watching this shit. Make sure you follow all of us on Twitter. You have um, you have me, Max, Alex. Uh, of course, if you guys follow the podcast, our fucking Twitter is in the description. You can find it right away. We're all in there. 
and obviously we fucking like and retweet every time that we tweet out. Follow us so at Bourbon and Bud on Twitter. We have an Instagram uh, now. We're working on it. Going to get better. It's at Bourbon and Bud as well. Um, and dude, this shit just gets better and better and better every day. And make sure you guys fucking watch this weekend. Amazing card coming out. UFC's putting out. Make sure you guys fucking. Hit us up if you're in Nashville on August 5th. We're going to say that every single time we record a show until we are in Nashville. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, fucking share it to your homies, dude. We appreciate all of it. We appreciate all you. And a little special shout out for myself. I'm going to give a little side shout out. Check out MMA Old Heads. Just dropped the fucking first episode. Check her out. I'm going to be dropping the second episode soon with my boy Max. And soon enough, I'm going to be recording uh, recording an episode with my boy Alex. Check her out, guys. We're fucking pumped. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It's been real. It's bourbon and butt MMA, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's been real, y'all. Much oh, yeah. love. Y'all be safe yeah. out here. Brother. Love y'all, boys. That's love it. you more. That's Night. it. Peace, man. I got to tune out. Night. Night, brothers. Night, man. Every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I can understand. Yes, I am. So every day I spend my time drinking wine, feeling fine, waiting here to find the sign that I should take it slow.